superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! wrestling but stupid by far though the most um uh i don't want to say entertaining but um what's the word help me out <laughs> i mean we want a different right you know what we want a different that's it different <laughs> and we've complained we about different. it for god knows how long <laughs> we, i mean we got it i mean the, the whole week, I mean, whether it was wrestling news or yeah. pay-per-views or whatever it may, it may be, it's just crazy right. just how right. different everything has been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody else, welcome to another edition, Wrestling POV. I'm your host, Tony Diaz, with Rick and Miguel on the Saturday Hey, people. Board. Uh, Hello, how's everybody doing? Oh yeah, just rush through my name. Yeah, yeah. I rushed through. Every, I rushed through my own name, and that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, Money in the Bank. We got uh, big news that happened on Raw. Um, I think our credibility just shot up about a thousand. I mean, and, uh, come on. Well, what pisses me off, and and I, I might as well get it out the way now. Uh, before we talk about it later on, what pisses me off is like people are like that's not true, that's not true. I've said <laughs> this so many damn times that we're not gonna post something that's not true. You know, yep. it's, that's just how we are. You know, we we check, we double check. You know, I got an inside source. You know, that is pretty credible. Sometimes he lied to me, bastard, but that's okay. You know, so, <laughs> all right. You know what? We'll, we'll talk about it and it'll make sense to you later on on the show. Uh, but let's go into our uh, Facebook poll, hater comment of the week and uh, comment of the week. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, my Oof. God, brother. What are you doing? Oh, is he the John Jones of wrestling or what? I. You know what? He He's riding the fine line of. John Jones leading into a little bit of Chris Benoit, mm. you know, um, and I think he's entering the piece of shit realm, yeah. and I think he might be a lifer in our book. Could very, very um, well be, and if this verdict turns out to be, true, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm a clear believer of innocent until proven guilty. Um, you know, instead of jumping to conclusions, um, this case does not look good. Yeah, you know, no. it really doesn't. Um, if he gets out of this, there might be more to the story. And, uh, 
You know, for me, it's like, like I said, I, I, I look at things as innocent until proven guilty. Um, if the evidence is there and it's, it's clear evidence, uh, then you, exactly what you just said, Rick, you know, he's entering that realm of, you know, uh, the piece of shit, uh, the Chris Benoit, all that, everything that we've said and talked about Chris Benoit, um, he's definitely get, getting up there. Um, yeah, and, and it's it's just, it's sad. I mean, I'm just glad Paige was able to get away yeah, from him. Yeah. Um, because obviously she was on a downward spiral when she was with him as well. Mm-hmm. And it just looks and like... She looked horrible. Yeah. She looked bad. She wasn't at her best. No. 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 I mean, uh, I don't know if she regretted, uh, regrets it now, but getting the poppy tattooed, you know... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know, she gives me a call and I could be her new pop. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, Alberto Del Rio has been arrested and is facing charges of sexual assault after he reported assault a woman. Um, now, it's like I said, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But the facts of the matter, you want to, you want to, because you know more about this story. So go ahead. Yeah, and I'll get I mean, the a little bit ready. Yeah, I mean, some of the, the words are out there that uh, he threatened to harm the child of this woman he's seeing uh, as a threat to her. He also uh, apparently threatened to burn her passport and uh, physically and sexually assaulted her as a result of just him being angry and trying to control a situation he couldn't control. And um, I don't know, man. Especially like, the threats guy's- to the kid. It's like... Dude, yeah. what the fuck? You know? And like you have he has kids of his own. Exactly. It's just like you're this out of control that you can't handle the situation. And and just the way it's being sped up makes me believe that this absolutely happened. And then by yeah. sped up I mean how it's going into they're already saying if he is sentenced he'll get ten years. Yeah. And it's just like if you're already at this pace, then they gotta have some kind of evidence behind yeah. it in which them to be putting out a threat mm-hmm. of that you know normally they put out sentences like that so you can take a deal or something right, you know yeah. so um i have to believe that alberto del rio is i'm a, i'm about 80 percent positive mm-hmm. that he did this uh heinous crime right. and uh if it is true hopefully they lock him up and uh alberto del rio gets erased from wwe record books yeah. And just forgotten about. Yeah, you know, and I agree with you. Um, but it's like I said, you know, I mean, it it doesn't look good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It really doesn't. Um, you got to, and I'm not defending him. I don't want anybody thinking that I'm defending him by all means. But, you know, he is kind of a household name, you would say. Absolutely. You know? He was the first Mexican-born WWE yeah, champion. You know, but I, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, like, if you see him in the streets, you know who he is. You go to a restaurant, you know who he is. You know, I'm not saying that this woman is making it up. I'm not. Okay, so I don't want people thinking that. But, you know, there are people out there that will make false reports. You know, they are. It happens. You know, that's why, like I said, I always truly, truly believe in guilty until proven, uh, innocent until proven guilty. And, you know, and and I, I don't like to jump into conclusions until the actual facts are presented, the you know the, the the jury or whatever is you know video of it or whatever, I gotta see something, 
You know, right now we're going by word of mouth. And how many times, you know, nowadays, you know, we got people making false accusations, you know, and, and we're, yeah. so we saw it with Enzo. And what, what happened with that situation? We didn't hear nothing yeah. else. Nope. So that's, that's a very good point. And, uh, you know, we were on Enzo, too. If, if in that case, nothing really came up, not saying that that woman made it up, but mm, nothing ever came out about it. He didn't get arrested. You know what I'm saying? He lost his job. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm talking about, you know? So I'm not, you know, I don't want to deny this woman's comments, but at the same time, you know, we don't know. We really don't know. It doesn't yeah. look good. I tell you that. Definitely not. If he's convicted, if it's found that, yeah, he did do that, then, hey, he gets what he deserves. If it comes out that this woman was just making up a story to try to get a few dollars out of this, what do we, what do we, what do we say then? Well, then she obviously gets either arrested mm-hmm. or she gets something happens to her. Mm-hmm. But my thing is with this, with the record that Alberto Del Rio has been displaying mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, it seems like the it, pattern is yeah. just getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it it's logical yeah. that this can very much have happened. Yeah. You know, I, I see what you're saying where innocent until proven guilty, and that's definitely uh, a strong point. But at the end of the day, this these things just so happen to repeat themselves yeah. over and over yeah. again, you know, um, until it gets to a point where you can't control it. One thing I always say, it's, um, it always takes a tragedy for people to realize, yeah, we should have done yeah. something. <laughs> so hopefully, yeah. hopefully they, if he is found guilty, they do it something now. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't get to a point where he, God forbid, kills somebody mm-hmm. or does something more despicable than he's already had. I hear you, so. man. And, and the thing yeah. is, he, he lives in San Antonio and uh, owns a couple restaurants, I heard, too. So if this is all true, it can be very damaging. I mean, not just because he's in the restaurant business, but, you know, his reputation, his business, you know, all everything. A lot of things can be damaged by this. Um yeah, so Matt Novak, he poses a gif of Paige. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> Matt. Clay Cummins, you put uh, another gif from the Forrest Gump movie. Uh, are you stupid or something? <laughs> <laughs> of course, and then I put my gift of shame. Shame. <laughs> There's a lot of gifts on this one, not really comments. <laughs> yeah, 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 because people are just, We're just like, it's just, again? again? Really? You know, dude, stay out of trouble. And the funny thing is, is that, um, he posted that he was in negotiations again with uh, WWE. So, as reported by us, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. So I thought, I, I don't think I think those negotiations are dead. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I also want to point this out too, you know, because me and you, Rick, we both said this uh, numerous times, and we're we never uh, uh, and we never will condone any kind of violence towards women. It's not a laughing matter. Absolutely not. It really isn't. No matter what or how you think of this, this isn't a laughing matter at all. Um, This is something serious um, because of the circumstance. And it's it's something that we frown upon. So my thing is, and I'm only saying this because someone shared it and, and they put like, you know, they were laughing about the situation. It's not a laughing matter, regardless of how you see it. No, yeah, and if you think that Del Rio's a joke or you think it's funny, you got to be 
uh, more eloquent about the way you do things because right now it doesn't. It looks like you're just laughing at the situation. Exactly. And um, I just want to put this out there: if you or anybody you know is in a domestic abuse relationship or are being abused, reach out. Yeah. There's many hotlines that you can reach out to to help you. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, I know we're a wrestling podcast, but we also are human. And we care about our listeners. We care about people in general. So uh, make sure you guys take care of yourselves. And if you know anything about anybody, say something. Yeah. You know, step up and be protected. Yeah, you, you know? got to speak out. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, things like this, we take it very, very serious. Um, we don't joke about it. No. But we will talk about it. And we will once, as soon as we hear something, we'll report it. I mean, but obviously, you know, we always make sure that it is the truth. Something like, again, and I can't say this enough, but this is not a laughing matter at all. Whether you like Del Real or not, or or you just, like you said, or thinking that he's a joke, you, you got to watch what you say because it don't look good on you, period. It's like you're almost condoning it. So, uh, yeah, but like I said, once we get more news on what happened, um, uh, we'll post it. And let you guys know what's up, and uh, you can voice your voice your opinions then. Yeah, and like we said, this was the beginning of our wrestling week, and I told you it was going to be different. Yeah. So <laughs> this is where we started at. Uh, so, yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> and we got a lot more too. Now I posted this post about Cesaro because. Um, I was watching the match he had at Money in the Bank with Jeff Hardy. And I was just like, wow. Because first of all, I gave that match a three. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. I was like, Jesus, man, this is a damn good match. Could anybody else have done this match with Jeff Hardy and do that type of performance? I say no. No. I say no. No. So I decided. I was like, you know what? I want to hear what everybody else thinks of Cesaro. He's been with the company for God knows how long. And I don't think he's given, um, what, uh, I've been lost for words today. What else is he? <laughs> but no, it's just, I don't think he's given the right push. I mean, is he missing something? I, yeah, yeah, he is. But I posted it on Facebook. On our Facebook page, and I wanted the people to voice their opinion on Cesaro. Is he overrated or underrated? A segment we should do way back in the day. But um, yeah, I, I say he's very underrated. Um, they put him in a lot of spots to where to either put somebody over. Well, no, it's been a majority of it's been to put somebody over, um, or to help him develop, or to help with a storyline. Or to help with a stable, everything that they ask of this guy, Cesaro, he's done. Yeah. The match he had with Jeff Hardy was just point proven. Now, before I read these comments, Rick, what are your thoughts? Is he underrated or overrated? For me, he's 1,000% underrated. I mean, we've gone over this a bunch of different times throughout his career. Um, let's go back to the beginning. He came in with Oksana, right? He uh, spoke five different languages, right? That's the whole spiel he had. And he was good at it. And uh, one thing he was really known for was his strength, his core yeah. strength, the, uh, the 
ability to do things that no regular guy his size should be able to do. Yeah. Um, he hit the neutralizer on the big show, yeah. right? He swung the great Kali. <laughs> so it's just like all these great things that he's done throughout his entire career with WWE. He's mm. had the U.S. title once or twice. Yeah. Um, never won a heavyweight title. Never won the Intercontinental title. Um, after realizing how great he is, uh, they put him in a tag team with Sheamus. Yep. They win the tag team titles a bunch of times. They were super over. Yep. The bar. And then Sheamus gets hurt, and you don't know what to do, so you put him with Sami Zayn and and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, which it just didn't. It doesn't fit. Like Sami and Shinsuke fit. Like like peanut butter and jelly, yeah. but uh, Cesaro is like if you put a piece of Swiss cheese in a PB and J. Oh my goodness! This is just this is tragic. Well, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Um, but seriously, it's like what more does this, does this guy have to do? He won the Andre the mm-hmm. Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and nothing happened as. For anybody that's ever won that battle yeah. royal, nothing ever happens for yeah. you. Um, why couldn't he ever be king of the ring? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he ever get a? Uh, why couldn't he get Kofi's spot? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Probably would have changed his life. I don't know. Probably would have changed his life because he would have. He's doing the sharpshooter. You know, yeah, it's I just know, like. Right? I mean, because the thing of it is, his talent speaks for himself. I think what holds him back, to be honest. And, yeah, I know a lot of people, this ain't their strong suit, but his promo work. His promo work is just god-awful. They, yeah. they give him a script, and he can still mess it up, you know? <laughs> but, but like, when he was coming, I, for, I totally forgot. When he was doing the secret agent thing, when he was ripping the suit, yeah. he didn't need to talk. He could just walk in and beat a muscle, yeah. you know? He doesn't need to talk. Right, right. He can just... Just have a, a mouthpiece for him. Yeah. But that's the that's the problem, Tony. Is just that they don't have mouthpieces anymore. Paul Heyman can't be the only guy talking. Yeah. I'm sick of hearing that walrus <laughs> blabber. You, <know? laughs> you just call him it's a like, walrus. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it, it's, it's just like we need we need more voices, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a wrestling manager. I'm not saying that. I mean, I would be good for Cesaro. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. um, but seriously, he, he needs a mouthpiece. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But even without one, he still could have been a WWE champion. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like you said, a manager probably would suit him best for somebody to talk for him. Because he can still talk. It's not. I'm not saying he can't talk. He's not Andrade. But... What I'm saying is that it's just his promo. It's not believable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give him two or three words to say, and then that's it. Shut him up. Have the manager talk for him. Um, I think that's what's holding him back, to be honest. Yeah. Either if he gets better with his promo work or he gets a freaking manager, so that way it'll help elevate him into the heavyweight, uh, you know, the championship. And, you know... I, I feel bad for him. Watching this match yeah. he had with Jeff Hardy, I felt bad for him because I'm like, damn, this is a good match. Yep. Um, Clay Cummings, he says, definitely underrated. Not the greatest on the mic. Oh, look at that. I just said that. Not the greatest on the mic, but he can wrestle with the best of them. Absolutely right. You know, the guy had his teeth 
Ugh. injected into his gums and finished the yeah. match. That alone <sighs> should have three titles. Three <laughs> title reigns. You know, Jinder Mahal was champion. Are we forgetting yeah. this, people? That Jinder Mahal got the WWE title before Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Not crapping on Jinder Mahal, but come on, people. When we look at Jinder Mahal, we look at Cesaro, we have a lot more respect for Cesaro than we do for Jinder Mahal. You're right. And that and and that's a that's a major problem right. I have with the way things things are going for Cesaro. You're right, absolutely right. Uh, Matt Novak, he says underrated in the ring, but can't cut a promo for his life. So uh, would never be a top guy. You need the complete package. Tim Farley, he said underrated. Dusty Riley, he said underrated. He's great. He was awesome at house shows. Uh, at the house show, I saw him at too. Really friendly, fun dude. Uh, Ian Demore, he says, severely underrated. He might be the best pure athlete they have. Jim Lewis, he says, best mid-carter. Uh, Harry Swartz, he says, <laughs> underrated. Aaron, he says, underrated. Drew, he says, underrated. Um, a lot of people are agreeing, but then, of course, you know, we have the haters. Uh, Sal Delia Sr., uh, he said, sucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Kelsey Perkins, he said, uh I liked him better with Sheamus. Uh, Zachary Mitchell, he said, underrated as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A majority of the people did say underrated, by the way. Yeah, I would say like 95% of the people that commented, and there was a lot of comments on this. Mm -hmm. um, I would say 95% said he was underrated. Um, The rest of the 5%, Alan Dean, he said overrated. Vito, overrated. Mike Anderson, overrated. Bryce McLaren, he said, Cesaro's an amazing talent. Vince is an idiot for misusing him. He could go to AEW or Impact and be a top guy. You know, he just fucking ruined it with the fucking AEW. Not everything Uh, is AEW. Jesus Christ, AEW. You mentioned Impact. (laughs) That's true. AEW did like 500,000 views this past Wednesday. NXT didn't do no better, but still 500, (laughs) 2.5 for Raw. Well, you know what? I'll even go this way. 1.5 for SmackDown. They did a million more better than AEW. Come on. I've been, stop. (laughs) Don't get him started. Jesus. I can't, I can't stand that. Please don't get him started. I can't stand that. It gets me mad, Rick. <laughs> Jesus. Jason Christ. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's really his name, dude. Jason Christ. Yeah. He says, is that really a question? Underrated. Joshua Cintron, he says, he's been buried for so long, it's hard to care anymore. Um, you know what? There was a lot of comments. I'm not going to read all of them. Sorry. Um, but like yeah. you said, Rick, a majority of the comments were, you know, highly underrated. Um very, very few were saying overrated, um, and that was probably because they just wanted to hear their name on the show and uh, <laughs> have us mess mess with them. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Or it could just be their POV where they think he's overrated, but, and that's absolutely but you know fine. I, but you're I'm, wrong. I'm sorry you're wrong. Say, I don't give a shit if you guys <laughs> like me or not. But a lot of wrestling fans are dumb as fuck. They're stupid. <laughs> You know, seriously, it's like the minute, you know, like we just, we cannot have a damn poll asking about a specific wrestler without one damn person saying, well, he'd be better than AEW. Well, AEW, 
That's where it's at. I swear to God. I don't know why I did it in that accent, but... I mean, the IQ of them are probably uh, pretty low. It's ridiculous. Wait, doesn't Ant deliberate it like AEW? Well, a lot of them do. I like AEW. <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about AEW, but the minute somebody talks about a wrestler, it, it, it doesn't mean that they have to go... Or they'll do better in AEW. Think about it this way. Lance Archer, the worst debut ever I've ever seen for a hyped-up guy like him. Brody Lee, has he really been being impactful in AEW? Hell no. What is he doing? He's He's doing skits of WWE. So, come on, man. I mean, he would be impactful in impact. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now you posted uh, 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 <laughs> a Oof, picture of Otis uh, yeah. staring at, uh, I mean, uh, Tucker staring at Otis. And you put the caption, what's Tucker telling Otis? <laughs> yeah. So in your comment, you put, so can we cash in the tag title match with that contract? <laughs> uh, Daniel Armendarez, he said, the other dude just became the Janetti after tonight. Steve Pena, he says he's probably saying he's Damn. jealous of Otis. Sean Gus, he says, I hope Mandy dumps you. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Shane White. Damn, sucker. He says, why do I feel like the Marty to your Sean? Wow, man. <laughs> who came up with that? Who who, who decided it? Because, you know, listen, Marty Jannetty's out there. He's crazy, yeah. and he's just like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. But I saw some highlights of him Solo wrestling and some rockers highlights. Yeah. He was not bad. No, he wasn't. So for people he just to got say the short that, end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, like, like Shawn Michaels is amazing, and we all know what Shawn Michaels like evolved to. But Marty Jannetty yeah. was amazing, yeah. and was the better part of that tag team for he, a little he while. He was a good you know hype guy too. When he was yeah. with, with the Rockers, he was a damn good hype guy. Um, yeah. You're right, though. You're right. I mean, now now put it this way. What if the roles was reversed? Would Marty be in the Shawn Michaels kind of category? You know, and would Shawn Michaels be the Marty? You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about the yeah. role reversal for a lot of things. And meaning, like I just said with this one, you know, what if Marty super kicked Shawn Michaels? What if Brock Ooh. didn't defeat The Undertaker? What uh. if Austin 316 didn't win King of the Ring and have that famous quote? Of Austin 316 just said I whipped your ass. What if the Montreal screw job didn't happen? There's a, I tell you I what, think a lot of that shit would be an interesting conversation. <laughs> Something I would definitely like to see. Yes. Brett and WCW was not the same. No, no, God no. Holy shit, no. Uh Rick Jackson, he says, I'm the hacker. I exposed Sonya and Dolph for you. You owe me. Uh Kyle King, he says, I am so proud of you, my brother. Randy Huda, he says, you'll never win the money in the bank and Mandy won't give you the peach. <laughs> Jesus. Kiwi Venegas, he says, it's free real estate. God, man. I don't get that one. I, I don't either. I don't either. Some of these were dumb. <laughs> Some were creative. Some were yes. creative, but a lot of them were pretty dumb. Uh, Sh- Shannon. They were different. They were different. Not it's, dope. It different. different. It was definitely different. different. Uh, Shannon Bill, he says, don't leave me. It's not good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Arena, he says, I can't believe you actually won. Who who the hell is writing these scripts? 
Oh my god, that was a uh, Otis. That was, I mean, you told me because I wasn't watching live. You said you won't believe who won, yeah. and I was just like, I'm just gonna look it up because I don't have the patience for this right now. I watched it afterwards, but I was just like, I don't have the patience. And when I saw Otis, I said, No, <laughs> this is not it. We 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 knew it was gonna be predictable, yeah. and I told you this when we made our predictions. Mm-hmm. Because it's so predictable, they're going to say, well, we're not going to make it predictable. Exactly. And that's exactly what they exactly. did. They went the total opposite. They did. They did. Uh, now, uh, you also posted because of what happened this week on NXT and in AEW. Yeah. Uh, who had the biggest 90s nostalgic value uh, news? Uh, NXT in your house or Mike Tyson at AEW uh, Double or Nothing? Double it nothing, Rick? Really? You know what I mean. <laughs> um, now, you posted this, and uh, what are your thoughts on it first? i tell you one thing right now. First of all, Mike Tyson is having an epic comeback. Did you see some of his sparring Man, sessions? Man, I was scared. Man, the way he's hitting that mm-hmm. little... Oh, my God. He still got um, it, man. That be- you know, you yes. know the, the chance of you still got it? That's Mike Tyson. <laughs> They should do that for Mike Tyson. Holy shit, man. Yeah. And then at the very and, end, he uh, goes, I'm back. <laughs> Woo. I don't want that. Mm-mm. But that being said, Mike Tyson is a little bit everywhere right now. Yeah. Right? He was doing movies a couple years ago. Comes back. He does a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, he's... He had the cartoon. Like doing interviews. Yep. He had the cartoon. Um, now, here's the thing, though. In Your House was such a big part of the Attitude Era. Right. And a little bit before mm-hmm. that in the golden era mm-hmm. of WWF, WWE. Um, we haven't seen that in eons. Right. In decades, right? Yep. Um, they try to say it um, with WrestleMania. They try to do WrestleMania right. uh, in your house and stuff like that. And, stuff, and try to make it funny. Right. Um, but the best part of this whole thing... Is in your house. Right. I, I I love Mike Tyson to death, but we know Mike Tyson for being in WWE, not with AEW. So I have to go one thousand percent with in your house, but just for the nostalgia value. Yeah, alone. Nah, and you know what? And I agree with you. Um, my thoughts on it was that um, Mike Tyson, we've seen him before. He'd never really had, and I don't give a damn what anybody says, but he never really had a wrestling career. Okay, he didn't. He had a couple stints with WWE, and it was the one time he was a referee. Uh, the other time, I or was it the was it the same one, Rick? With when he was the ref, and he had the beef with Austin. Austin and Shawn yeah, that's Michaels. That's when he yeah, became he, the ref, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, so yeah. I, all right, same thing. But it was still a nice little story. Um, yes, he didn't have a run. He never had a match in WWE. He just loves wrestling. He, he was a big, big fan of wrestling. Yep. Now, when when AEW announced that he was, he's not doing anything but showing off the new TNT title, which I'm looking forward to. That's all he's doing. I'm pretty sure somebody like maybe MJF might come in and you know say something stupid towards Mike, and Mike's gonna punch him. Um, he's Mike's punching somebody at at the <laughs> double or nothing or double it nothing. Mike's punching somebody, okay? Um, like you said, though, the in-your-house, that's been a big part of pay-per-views for many years, years ago. 
Um, so the nostalgic value, yeah, I would go with the NXT uh, in your house. That's epic. Uh, Mike Tyson, nothing against him. I'm still looking forward to it, but I don't think it's that nostalgic. He had the one story yeah. with Austin and DX, and, uh, you know, it was a cool ending. I love the way it ended. But it's for me, it's like I would look more forward to the in your house than I would look forward to uh, Mike Tyson. Um, Khalib D. Bailey, he says definitely NXT. Alex Fuentes, he says NXT hands down. Can't get more retro than in your house. Uh, Josh Baker said Tyson. Uh, JB Valdez, he says, oh my gosh, in your house, all the memories. Uh, Ryan Lesney said NXT. Jaden said NXT. Mario El Camino, he says, I'm going for NXT TakeOver in your house. So a majority of them said that. You know, Matt Novak. Yeah. Which is odd. Matt Novak said Tyson is a bigger appeal to me for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That, that's 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 wrong. <laughs> that, that's not what I told you to write. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't listen. I told you three. Last you, thing is, it's it's yeah. just it's just done, brother. It's just done. Well, let's go over the the hater comments of the week. I think it's got to go to the five percent of the people yeah. that were saying that Cesaro is overrated. Yeah. So anybody that says Cesaro is overrated. You're the hater comment of the week, and the hater comment of the week is brought to you by Kenny Casanova, mm-hmm. the biggest hater I know. Um, go to wohw.com and purchase a book that he helped write today, yep. right right now. Get it, get it right now. Buy it. Um, wohw.com. Uh, Dangerous Danny Davis, one of the great referees of yonder year. Tito Santana, Arriba, uh, Vader, rest in peace. Uh, Kamala, um, Sabu. Yeah. Um, find out all the, the dark secrets of Sabu in his book. Uh, help written by Kenny Casanova. And again, all the funding goes to the wrestlers. Uh, Kenny does this pro bono. He does it for free. Um, he's doing it to help out the wrestlers. And for those of you that don't know, once again, Kenny Casanova was kimchi. He was a manager in wrestling. He managed Kamala. He managed King Kong Bundy. He managed Tony Diaz. He did a bunch of uh, wrestlers. He took a powerbomb from Sid. So check it out on WOHW.com and get your book today uh, for the biggest hater I know, Kenny Casanova. <laughs> hater alert! Cesaro haters! <laughs> there you go. All right, with that being said, I think it's time to go over the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, and before we do that, let's get into some birthdays! <laughs> All right, the Godfather turns 59 years old. Are you serious? 59, yeah. Wow, he don't look 59 at all. No, no. You know what they say, black don't crack. Wow. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He could have been Dominican. He could have. He, <laughs> he looked Dominican. Yeah, he could pass for Dominican. <laughs> um, Maybe he should have managed No Way Jose. <laughs> Come on, he um, had the whole train, so it was almost the that's same. That's true. <laughs> um, Ron Simmons turned 62 years old. Damn. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just said that black don't crack, but your hairline goes back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ron Simmons looking like Stephen A. Smith out there, man. <laughs> it's egregious, that hairline oh. you got. It's insubordinate. Um, yeah. It's what it is. What it is is it's different. <laughs> um, No, no, it wasn't. No, no. It, uh, it's, no, no, that one didn't. No, no more. All right. All right. No. All right. 
All right, that, that's different. Then. Um, <laughs> William Regal turns 52 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't care. Now, he, um, he, he looks older than that. Oh, he looks a lot older. Jeez. You know what they say, Matt Novak, right? In England, <laughs> you look like our queen. Nope. Um, uh, Zach Ryder, woo, woo, woo. I have no job. Turns 35 years old. He's 35? Yeah. Jesus. Still plays with toys. And still plays with toys. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big YouTube channel for it, though. So Yeah, and you guys watch wrestling. That's S- different. So? <laughs> That's different. <laughs> and last but not least, our great friend of our show. A great interview with him re- uh, recently, a couple months ago. Tito Santana, Riva, yeah. turned 67 years old. You know, and, and, and I tell you, happy birthday, first of all, for Tito. But... Um, I tell you, you know, being friends with him on Facebook, he, he truly is a nice guy. He is an amazing guy. Not only a WWE Hall of Famer, uh, oh. also a teacher, right? Yeah. Uh, and he cut a heel promo on me, the only one he's ever done. And it was not good. Yeah. But I love you, Tito. And uh, thank you for being who you are. And keep on keeping on. God bless. Happy birthday. 67 years young. Yeah. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Devon Dudley officially retires from the wrestling ring. Uh, Devon, the last year or so, a little bit over a year, has been a WWE producer now. Um, But uh, he says he is officially done wrestling in a ring. He will not be wrestling anymore. He says he will do other things for appearances and stuff like that, but he will not get back in the ring. Um, what do you think, man? I mean, as someone who has retired from wrestling, um, do you think Devon is doing the right thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his stint in AEW, um, it 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 took a toll on him. Um, then ECW. ECW, yeah, sorry. And then to kind of continue different. it on in WWE, it took a toll on him. I know he took a lot of hard shots to the head. Because back in that day, you, you'd you never put your hand up when you took a chair shot. You had to yeah. take that shit. Yeah. Um, he's probably had some, you know, the injuries probably caught up to him. Um, he won't say it publicly, but maybe later on. I mean, but... You know, if, if he is, that's so that's fine. You know, he has a, he has a wrestling school in Florida, uh-huh. and a he lot has of twin people. Boys that are oh, does he really? To become I don't wrestlers. know. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to become uh, wrestlers. But there you go. Well. I mean, they can very well get in the business. You know, hey, them versus the Usos would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> but I think uh, no, Ember Moon went to um, Booker T school. Um, I know there was a, there's a couple that's in WWE right now that went to the, uh, Dudley's school. Um, so it's not like it's not credited. I mean, Christ, you know, if, if I was a teenager now, I definitely would go to that school. Um, but no, Hey, that's good. That's cool. Right. And answering this with a yes or no, mm-hmm. were you behind Reverend Devon? No. <laughs> <In his single? laughs> no. God, no. It was awful. But it did debut Dave Batista. Yes, it did. Deacon Batista at the time. Deacon. Um, I do have to say, though, it was different. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Tony, I'm gonna ask you a question. My last bit of news. Uh, mm. Do you miss the Singh brothers? Um, kind of. They were different. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you miss Bobby Roode? Oh yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck happened to them? Um, they're in Canada. They can't get into the country. Oh shit. That's right. Um, so because of quarantine and people that are out there are like, well, Brock came in for WrestleMania. Well, they had special circumstances for Brock. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince was like, you better get on a moose. Do whatever you got to do to get Jesus here. Jesus Christ. A moose out of all things? Yeah, I mean, Canada. Moose. Canada. Yeah. Oh, that's all the wrestling news I have. So uh, on right. to the rumors. So, straight on to the rumors. Rey Mysterio might have signed a new contract. Nothing confirmed yet. Um, I, if, if it is a contract, it, it's probably just this is going to be his last signing. I mean, I it should have been his last. last. This last year should have been his last. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to re-sign him, put him as a producer. Honestly, yeah. what does Rey Mysterio but, have but left I, in the tank? That's true, but I still think he can still go. The guy's still in shape. He he's probably helping the talent too. You know Absolutely, what I'm, I'm pretty sure he's helping talent right now too. Um, yeah, well, I think this is going to be his last run. I really do. You know, he's been talking about it for so long. The Money in the Bank interviews that he had, where he was like, you know, my last run or whatever. However, he said it made it seem like this was his last run. But um, yeah, they said. I mean, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. Um, but uh, from what I did hear was that the that he did sign. Um, like I said, nothing's really been confirmed yet. Another signing, and, and this is you, you're gonna flip your lid. The Undertaker signed oh a 15 God. year contract. This 15 is, years. This is the epitome of what greed can do to you. Vince McMahon is the greediest son of a bitch that ever was. He doesn't want Undertaker to do indie bookings. No. Uh, no. In recent, in the last year or so, he's uh, canceled some indie appearances. He, uh, Starcade, oh. he was supposed to appear Starcade, at or something yeah. like that. Yep. Um, so Vince doesn't want him to do that. So that's just like, that's the rumor <laughs> going around. That's, yeah. that's why Vince yeah. gave him a contract for 15 years yeah. to go into his 70s. In his 70s, yeah. Um, yeah. Also rumored that uh, Undertaker is still going because of the divorce with Sarah and uh, because of uh, some bad money decisions that he's made. So oh, apparently really? he needs the money. Oh, Jesus that, Christ. That's, that's one of the rumors going around. The guy's getting paid in the millions. <laughs> The guy took a picture with his wife and a tiger. Joe Exotic. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> He's making money. Yeah. Joe Exotic. In prison. That dude's still prison. making money. Jesus Jeez. Christ. What in the fee five full fuck is going on with that? Well, Holy you know cow. what we got to do? We got to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we might have to soon. Son of a bitch. Buy a uh, fucking shirt, guys. <laughs> Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. $19.99. Plus shipping and handling. Uh, now, the WWE uh, apparently are going to start doing away with the brand split. Uh, because the uh, USA Network wants some of the talent from SmackDown. And the Fox Network, they want some of the Raw talent. Who the hell does the USA Network want? <laughs> I'm raw. Seriously, it, it, 
They already got NXT and Raw. What yeah. more do you want? Yeah. Well, I mean, SmackDown is terrible you know, as the, it is. The, the competition is Fox, you know. I mean, think about it that way. Oh, my Lord. Um, now, speak, uh, now, an interview conducted uh, after the match was filmed, the Money in the Bank briefcase, um, uh, Otis said he used the money in, he would use the Money in the Bank briefcase on SmackDown t- tag title shot for heavy machinery if he won. Uh, so some would think that's the plan. Uh, if that's the case, I think they should start doing a Money in the Bank tag team for men and women, or perhaps a uh, I see Money in the Bank. You know, um, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, they the Money in the Bank. The two prime uh, primary is the men's and the women's for the heavyweight title. Yes. That the, the reason why I'm saying this is that if they're gonna do this bullshit with Otis. And him cashing it in for a tag team, to me, I think it's a it's a waste. Yeah, then you they might as well they might as well just do a tag team fucking money in the bank. No, what they should the do, Tony. Anyway. And you know what? And I don't care. It is different. And they should just steal the idea from TNA, not not Impact TNA. Feast or fired. Mm-hmm. Do that. They yeah. have four briefcases. One mm. is a heavyweight, one's an X-Division, one was a tag team, and one was you get fired. Oh, shit. You could, you could put that thing get suspended, or you could just put a, a 24-7 title shot or something. Yeah. Or just have three briefcases. You don't know which which one is in which one, and who, which one, ever one you get, that's the title shot you get, the opportunity. Right. And, and, and it also, you can have a singles competitor win the tag team titles, and now you have a story where you're developing... Who is tag team partner going to be for the tag team title shot? Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. And this and and now this is oh my god this is why TNA was so good once upon a time. <laughs> Feast or fired was a great idea. Um, they they had they had so much potential to be the top wrestling company and they just Eric Bischoffed it. That's what happened. Jesus Christ! Wow. All right, and my final rumor, another signing. Ric Flair recently re-signed with WWE when his last deal expired in December. Now, there's always a method to my madness uh, when I do some of the things that I do. Um, one of the, the reason why I put all that down there is that my, my point of when WWE did all these releases... They released, in my opinion, some people that did not deserve to be released. Sarah Logan... Um, if it is true with uh, Drake Maverick, he's another one. Curtis Axel, eh, maybe. Zack Ryder, eh, maybe. Kurt Hawkins, eh, eh. The Ascension. <laughs> the Ascent, well, no. Nah. Um, Revival. Revival. You know, there was a lot of releases that, I, in my opinion, some just didn't need to be released. You know what I'm saying? Now, but then here they are. They re-signed. Three guys, older guys, much older guys, in Ric Flair, Undertaker, and Rey Mysterio, they re-signed them. And who knows how much they're paying them. I know I, I, I got a feeling with The Undertaker, it's got to be in the millions for the 15 years. It's got to be. I would, dare I say 15 million? Maybe think a so? little bit more? I don't you know. Think 15 so? years. The thing is, 15 years is a long time. Yeah. You know, are you going to really be paying this guy... Over a million dollars in 13 years? Yeah. 
That, that's a lot of money to be given to, to a guy yeah. that's... Come on, man. Uh, but still, I mean, Ric Flair, he almost yeah. died. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. But why are we extending any kind of contract to Ric Flair? Who, yeah. by the way, retired with WWE and then went to go wrestle in Impact? Yeah. What does that tell you? The guy only cares about money. I'm sorry. Say yeah. what you will about Ric Flair. Ric Flair had four wives. <laughs> Undertaker struggling. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Like you, get, you gotta be careful with these guys. They're gonna. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, wrestling business is a business where you're working for yourself. You have. Yeah. You're working. You have to worry about yourself. And these guys are doing just that. You can't be mad at them, but you definitely can be mad at Vince McMahon for offering these ludicrous. Luda contracts. (laughs) That is true. That is true. And I do agree with you. I don't think it... For me, I think it's a big slap in the face to the people that has been loyal to you. You know, because regardless of how you feel about Curtis Axel, he's been loyal to Vince. Even better than Curtis Axel, the OC. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, they could have had... Easily went to AEW. Easily saying, went to New Japan. They're saying big things are coming. They said in September 2019, we made a decision, and you're going to find out in a couple of months. So we'll see yeah. what the decision they came up with. Wait, 2019? They said uh, in 2019, I believe they re-signed, they extended their contract. Oh, okay. And they decided to stay on with WWE, and they said that uh, that was a mistake, and now they're going to make big changes in a couple of months. Stay tuned. No. And obviously, they all have the 90-day no-wrestle yeah. part of yep. the deal. So You think we'll that's see. a good deal? The 90 days after yeah. getting released? Yeah. I think that's fucked up. I mean, it's smart <laughs> business for Vince McMahon because yeah. you know what it stops? It stops you from going from Monday Night Raw to going yeah. to Dynamite the next Wednesday. Yeah. You know, you literally can walk into Dynamite and be like, I'm the here. The only person to ever do it was Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah. And two t- and one night, two yeah. pieces. Ain't that some shit? Um, I, no, I just I always thought that was a that was like a fucked up thing to put into a contract that you can't. But they still get paid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Which is odd. Um, I think they can still make uh like appearances like at comic cons and shit like that. I think they can still do that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Each contract is different. All right, that's all I got for the rumors, Rick. What do you got? I got injury. nothing for the injuries, so let's yeah. move on to the hot tag news. So where we talk Sammy about Zane. Sammy Zayn getting stripped of the Intercontinental title. Now, I'm not going to pat myself on the back like I'm Barry Horowitz. That's what Miguel's here for. Oh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Rick, here you go. <laughs> All right. So, two episodes ago, two weeks ago, I yep. said, and Tony said, they should strip Sammy Zayn of this title, not because of anything but business at the end of the day this is a business listen you don't want to wrestle because of COVID-19 the coronavirus whatever you want to call it then that's your right as an American as a Canadian as a human being Mm -hmm. that is your right but the show must go on we got people lined up here that are ready to go and we need to give them opportunities and Sami Zayn unfortunately you lost out on that opportunity do you agree with it absolutely I came up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, it's, it's, before it's, I start reading uh, some of these comments, um, rumor is, and I just heard this today, so I'm not going to be 
confirming it. Um, but uh, the rumor is that Sammy wants out of his contract. Now, Listen. put it this way. If it is true, I think that WWE will grant it because they did make a comment saying that um, from now until like the end of the year, whoever wants to get out of their contract, that they were going to allow them you know, to get out of their contract. They were going to grant it, yeah. They were going to grant it. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I just heard this rumor this morning. I'm not sure. As soon as I know more, obviously, I'll, I'll post it. Um, or mention it in next week's episode, either way. Um, but I heard that. I was just like, okay. Now, I mean, do you think it's the right thing that, for them to be doing this because of the whole COVID thing? They did say, Rick, that if you don't want to come into work, that is totally fine. You will not get punished for this and this and that. Now, a lot of people brought up on Andrade. Well, he was suspended for 30 days. How come they didn't strip him of the title? He was hurt, too. He was out for so long and blah, blah, blah. How come they didn't take his title away from him then? Um, you know, they also mentioned Brock, too, and all this other shit. But yeah, I, I feel like the Brock argument is not they valid. They always throw the Brock argument yeah, now. It's not valid at all. Um, at the end of the day, it's not about title defenses. It's about appearances and Brock Lesnar's character. And his contract is all about his limited appearances. Right. Sami Zayn was a major part of SmackDown the last couple of months leading into WrestleMania. So him having the Intercontinental title was a huge focal point. Now, if you weren't going to be showing up after WrestleMania, why didn't they have him drop it? So yeah. that means Sami Zayn had this plan all along that he wasn't going to show up. Or maybe he changed his mind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day... He messed up a storyline where Daniel Bryan could have won the IC title. Where Drew right. Gulak could have won the IC title. and um, it, it, Or Cesaro. Or Shinsuke. Shinsuke could have kept it. If um, Zane didn't end up winning it. So, yeah. it, listen. The writers are not writing week to week. They're writing months in advance. Yeah. You know, they're putting these stories together to develop these characters and when you do something like this unfortunately they got to make a drastic change they can't keep you he was a major focal point he yeah. was probably the, the highlight of smackdown if you're not going to show up then why we have the title on you if <laughs> at least do vignettes maybe that that maybe they wanted him to be in the ring Right. If he did, he offer to do vignettes. That could have been a cool thing. I'm not gonna come into work with you, dirty people. Fine, that would have been fine. Right. But I, I just don't get it. I don't know, Tony. It, it's just like one of those things where uh, people. It's different. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's what it is for me. I, I I agree. You should have stripped them. It was the right thing to do. Though I do understand people's point with Andrade. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Andrade. As champion with Zelina Vega, they built a strong stable. Right. So when he was suspended afterwards is when they formed this stable. And that stable kind of took away a little bit of the glow that Andrade had. You know, you right. have Garza, uh, Austin Theory getting attention, more attention than what Andrade would have had if he was by himself. So there was kind of a little uh, pull from the WWE where they said, okay, Andrade, you'll keep the title. But we're going to take away some of your time. And with Sami Zayn, they just said, no, we're taking away all your time. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, not, you're choosing not to come in. That's fine. 
But it's we still got a job to do. What What do you think about this whole thing? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, if they really did say that if you don't want to come into work and you will not get penalized by any means or whatever, that you don't have to. Um, but the 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 difference is, is that he has a belt. He has a title. Um, for me, it's like, what difference does it make? Um, what? I don't know. I He was on TV, though, a few times during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So now he changes his mind. I mean, f- so I can understand WWE's point of view. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm actually down the middle with this. I'm like a little upset because I like Sami Zayn as a character, as a heel. He's he's awesome, very good on the mic, and he can wrestle. So to make him IC champion, I think it was a good idea. But at the same time, I think honestly what's hurting him is the fact that he they put him in a managerial role. And I think, you know, a lot of people see managers as non-wrestlers. So they gave him like a chicken shit kind of role. And then he fights for, for the IC belt, wins it, and still kind of plays that chicken shit role. Uh, did, do I like it? I'd like it because he was healed. Do, did they have to really strip? I mean, everything as of today, and I know in New Mexico, they're starting to slowly open up things. Um, obviously, for the next two weeks, they want... It's mandatory for everybody to wear a mask. So things are slowly going to start getting back to normal. Vince, he's so adamant about SummerSlam and having people there. Obviously, he's going to start having people at these shows. So sooner or later, I mean, did they? I think they rushed it. Put it that way. I really do think they rushed it. Um, they could have waited. I think I, the IC title is, even though it's prestigious, but I don't think it was like any kind of focal point at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't really no storyline for it right now. No, so yeah. It, like, have, it concluded at yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. So I think for to have Sammy, you know, take a step back and wait, I think that's what they should have done. Think about it this way, too. They did that with AJ. He had this massive, massive match. Very good. Everybody loved it. The Boneyard match. And he wanted to stay out. And they brought yeah. him back in. It's like, yeah. all right, so wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, so the star power we don't have, so we need you back. It's like, oh, my God. Leave, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm For me, honestly, I'm down the middle with this. I really yeah. am. Because I, I like him as IC champion. I really do. Uh, and Hoffman, he says, given the circumstance, yeah, I agree with Sammy being stripped of the title. WWE has given wrestlers slash superstars the liberty to choose if they want to work throughout the COVID-19 era of sports entertainment or not. While it conducts business as usual, Sammy chose not to work. And since the show must go on, the IC belt had to be vacated so superstars that is working can carry the torch for that division. Again, I'm down the middle with even with this comment because I see where he's coming from and then I don't because they could have waited because things are starting to get back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He went back and forth with a a fella. A couple fellas, actually. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to get to other people. Josh Sanders says, anything goes. uh, It is a simple solution. It isn't the solution in WWE. Rob uh, Campbell responded to him. He says, so let's keep a title on an injured wrestler so fans don't cry. 
Yeah, see, so Rob Campbell is 1,000% wrong, and he didn't only just say this on one on Josh Sanders' comment. He said this a couple of times. He said the same exact comment. He copied and pasted his comment of saying, so keep the title on the injured wrestler. Sami Zayn, for the thousandth time, is not injured, people. No. Sami Zayn is choosing not to wrestle at... Uh, in the WWE until this virus is lifted, the quarantine right. is lifted. Um, with that being said, yes, Sami Zayn was injured for over nine months. He had double shoulder surgery. Yeah. And he came back in nine months. Listen, it's I had one shoulder surgery and it's painful. So he had two done. And and, and I don't want to hear people saying that, that Sami Zayn is injury prone. Sami Zayn has been He's wrestling not. for a very long time. Yeah. All right. So, Rob Campbell, you were 1,000% wrong. It's not an injury. It's because he does not want to be there because of the quarantine. Yeah. So. Yep. Donald Rhodes, he says, seeing as how all the other champs are, are competing, unfortunately, yes. But uh, would they have done the same thing if Lesnar was still champion or Goldberg? That's true. <laughs> I get it, but again, they have I a special it. circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not just special. It's different. Now, this I thought was funny. Uh, Sean Bates, he responded to Donald Rhodes and said, Sammy's Canadian. He can't travel. How do you work and defend a title when you can't go to work? Same story with Brock. He lives in Canada. Goldberg didn't have a deal beyond Mania. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in Canada. <laughs> Oh, Joseph Banks, he says, my thing is, Andrade failed a whole drug test. I just said this, too. A whole drug test, and he kept his title, but Sammy misses work because of a worldwide pandemic and gets stripped? WWE is a joke. That that is the one argument that I would say, you got a point. (laughs) You got a point. Adam Brutton, he says, I have, I say, have the tournament crown an interim uh, intercontinental champion like uh, that are doing with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Bill Streeter, he says, yes, I do. He was a poor champ. Jonathan <laughs> Finton, he says, not defending it, so he, yes, he should be stripped of it. Manuel Arguello, he says, I agree because I hate how he acts now. <laughs> That's the heel. It's not what we're acting now. Yeah. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton? What? Wow. How am I Michael Bolton? <laughs> you? Uh, I no. He says, I agree. He should put the mask back on and go to AE. You know what? No. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> With that I'm, being said, I'm ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a pause for the Fuck. cause. No, we're not. No, we're oh, not. Yeah. We're going to AEW. I'm sorry. We're going I'm to sorry. AEW. Now they got people <laughs> No, oh, we're going to talk about the money in the bank. We're going to talk about money in the bank. We're going to get that AEW taste out of our mouths. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. It's All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's different. Um, money in the bank, oh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is a pay-per-view that people claim is the big five, right? They're trying to throw it in there as the big five. They did something different, right? They say you're going to start from the bottom of WWE headquarters. You're going to climb to the roof. And you're going to climb a ladder to retrieve the briefcase for the money in the bank. Um, let's just start it off. Um, what was uh, the high point for you for money in the bank? Um, that was several. But honestly, the high point for me was the money in the bank men's and women's. I really liked it. I gave it a three and a half. 
Money in the Bank overall, though, of those, I had a few threes in there. Jeff Hardy and Cesaro was one of them. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. That that one was a three. With Seth with his new song. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I thought that it was, was it was different. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the combined combination I gave for the men's and women's, I gave it a three and a half. It was combined. Um, I thought overall I gave uh, Money in the Bank a two point seven five. The lowest point for me was, and I hated to do this, was the Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. I gave that it a one bad. and a half. Bailey bad. versus Tamina. I really wanted Tamina to win this. I also gave it a one and a half. So, yeah, overall, though, Money in the Bank, I gave it a 2.75. I thought it was interesting. Um, R-Truth, and I had to throw this out there as a side mention yeah. of him, versus Lashley. Even though Lashley won, I don't know where they're going with it, with this, with uh, R-Truth. But you can't get enough of R-Truth. I'm sorry. You just That's can't. That's true. He well, is so MVP? talented. Huh? With Lashley. What about MVP with Lashley? Wait, what's that about? Well, obviously, I think there's going to be a new stable being formed, and Lashley's going to be part of it. Um, I see Lashley getting a title shot soon, too. I really that do. Would, Against That would be a good match, Lashley versus Drew. Yeah. I would like to see that, if they, they were, right. if they do it right. And they were friends, right? They were they were running yeah. a pack together with Corbin. Yep. That would be a good story they could build. Absolutely. And you can have Corbin come back and do mm-hmm. something, whatever. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, I uh, I'm a I'm a whole point differential than you with uh, for Money in the Bank. I had Money in the Bank at one point seven five. My highest point was Oscar winning Money in the Bank. I've been saying it, you've been hearing it for weeks now that Oscar is carrying this women's division yes, she on is. Monday Night Raw. Um, and she definitely deserved to win this, and we're going to get into it in Monday Night Raw when we go over this week in wrestling. How much she finally got her just due. She got her due <laughs> justice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She got it. Yeah. Um, now, I will say this, and I forgot to mention this, too. Now, with the whole thing that happened on Raw, okay, yeah. with Becky and da-da-da, and I got more on that when we talk about Raw later on, but I think... With the events happening on Raw, everything that, that was unfolded on Raw, they, I think they dropped the ball a little bit. I could, I, I, They should have done something a little bit different, which yeah. was when Dana Brooke apparently won oh, the briefcase. That. Oh, okay? And she was showing emotion and da-da-da and Stephanie, which I thought this was really funny because I found out that Stephanie filmed herself at her house. Yeah, <laughs> that was obvious was to me. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they did that whole filming, and then she was like, no, the briefcase is upstairs. This is the Money in the Bank conference room, and da-da-da. Just little wording. They could have made this into a little bit more suspenseful uh, and had people thinking, if she said this, you know, Dana, what are you doing? This is the Money in the Bank conference room. You're going to want the Money in the Bank up on the roof. Trust me. Those, those words right there. Yeah. Because then everybody would have been like, wait a minute, why is she saying it like that for? You know what I'm saying? Because this has never been a Money in the Bank where they put that it was actually for the title. They yeah. gave no speculation, of, which is fine. But they still could have gave just those little words. Stephanie could have said was, you know, you're going to want the one upstairs. Trust me. Like that. Then yeah. Whoa, why is she saying it like that? Oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. that little bit 
I think would have been it would have made this more a little bit more interesting of all right why is she saying it like that what's so what's so interesting about that because no obviously nobody knew about becky's pregnancy during money in the bank yeah you know what i'm saying so that's all i gotta say and, and the <laughs> thing is with that whole conference room thing the stupidity behind it they said from the beginning that the thing is on the roof yeah. Why are they fighting in the yeah. conference room <laughs> over a briefcase that's not on the roof? That is true. That this is, is true. WWE logic. Yeah, um, and, and yeah. we did see uh, Vince's dinosaur bones. Yes, we did, uh, which I did not think was funny at all. I did not like, I did not ha-ha or hee-hee or ho-ho at any of these things. Mm-hmm. I did not find it cute uh, or anything. But like I said, Asuka's big moment winning. I gave that a three. I also gave the New Day defeating... Uh, the Lucha House Party, uh, Miz and Morrison, and uh, the, the, yeah. the, the, the Forgotten Sons a three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, lowest point for me was Lashley defeating our truth Why are we doing this? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, Otis, I gave it one point five. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> they would do that. Uh, the, ugh. Uh. And, and then also the one point five is also in there because Corbin threw Rey Mysterio and Alistair yeah. Black off a roof. Yeah. When we can clearly see from the, the angle yeah. that it was on a mat, yeah. that they were, that the ring is not even centered, like <laughs> close to the edge of the building. Yeah. And then you want us to believe that he killed two people and then Ray Mysterio <laughs> shows up the next night? <laughs> I'm not. Listen. Uh, that is true. Listen. It was definitely different, <laughs> but it was also stupid. Yeah. And egregious. Atrocious. And insubordinate. Yeah, well, it definitely was insubordinate. Yeah, and it definitely belongs in the toilet. Turlet. Um, turlet. I mean, did I say toilet? You said what toilet. Like, what who the fuck says it that way? What the fuck is wrong? Christ, with, with all this craziness going on, I think now it is time What did you us. give money in the bank? A 1.75, like I said. You didn't say it. I said it. I said I gave you a whole point less than you did. With that being said, it is now time to take a pause for the cause much needed because, guys, we're doing things different today. And by different, (laughs) I mean the same. Listen, after this pause, we're going to come back with This Week in Wrestling, The Book, and so much more. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Take it easy, guys. Maybe I'll end up on your show one day. Who knows? But if I do... I'll probably end up taking the whole thing over, and then it won't really be your show anymore. So maybe it's not a good idea. Who knows? We'll see how that works out. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, the Wrestling POV Podcast, Wrestling POV Global, and MMA POV Podcast is brought to you by the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com, save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. This is helping support all your local indie wrestlers from the Collar and Elbow brand, and it's also helping support three of the greatest podcasts out there in Wrestling POV, Wrestling POV Global, and MMA POV. Um, You can check out all three shows, us on Saturdays, uh, Wrestling POV Global, where they cover AEW, New Japan, Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW, Indie Wrestling on Fridays. And of course, you can check out our new show, MMA POV, where they cover... Bellator, UFC, they just had a uh, pay-per-view points game where Tony came in dead last. Um, and you can definitely check them out every Sunday. Um, 
with that being said, also go to <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and buy a shirt for $19.99. Give us some money so we can continue to give you great content, different content, insubordinate content. All right? Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. There are four different shirts. They are great. They are comfortable. They smell like Tony Diaz's upper lip. You yes. don't want to miss out on that. ProWrestlingTees.com says Wrestling POV. It is now time for this week in wrestling. Tony. Yes. Monday Night it's Raw. Monday Night Raw. Let me tell you something. Honestly, this was probably the best Raw I've seen in a long time. It was the best Raw of the quarantine era. Of the yeah, I get okay, yeah, yeah. I'll agree to that. I'll I'll agree to that. The highest point that I had was the Becky promo. I gave yes. it a three. Uh, the lowest was Akira Tozawa versus Angel Garza. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh my God! It's, it's like I, every time. Oh no! Actually, that wasn't even the lowest point. The lowest point I had. <laughs> yeah, the lowest point I did have it was the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders in a basketball game. Now I gave it a point five, but I actually, sh- with the way it ended, I should have gave it a one. I thought that okay, that was pretty actually pretty funny. Um, overall, I gave Raw a two point one. My side notes though. Okay, um, I did mention earlier about the whole briefcase thing um, about with uh, with um, Dana Brooke, especially when they announced that inside the case was the title. Um, the match between Andrade and Drew, man, let me tell you something. Those chops that they were giving each other, that there was there was some a little bit of heat there. I can tell. I yeah. can tell because they were given receipt after receipt. Let me tell you. I loved Shayna's promo. That was awesome. The way she said it, she goes, have you seen the father? Gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. <laughs> but I, I want to go back to Becky's promo. Now, there, um, the one thing I found out was that very little people knew about Becky's pregnancy, meaning the higher-ups. Asuka, she came in this promo not knowing anything. She didn't wow. know what was in the briefcase, and she didn't know that Becky was pregnant. Wow. So all the reaction that they had, that she had in the ring, was legit. Because wow. I would, did you see her face when she said, "Yeah, she, you, you're pregnant." Like, only like she broke character for a hot second because she's supposed to be healed. Why is she rooting for Becky? You know, so yeah. she did break character from that. Um, that whole segment. And and I tell you, this was probably the best promo work Becky's ever done. Because, it, <laughs> seriously, and it's sad, you know, because it had to become from her being pregnant. But I, I know for a fact that they told her, hey, you don't need a script for this or whatever. Yeah. But it goes to show that, you know what, maybe some of these guys don't need a script. Hence fucking uh, Bray Wyatt. He don't need a script. You don't. Yeah. This whole promo that Becky did, it it came from the heart, and you can tell. Yeah. It didn't look it didn't look scripted. It just you can tell this came from the heart. The way they ended it, where she said, "You go on and be a warrior, and I'm gonna go on and be a mom." That was perfectly done. Absolutely. Perfectly done. 
So I, I, it gave me goosebumps even watching that. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of promos like that either. I'm not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, just get the fuck out of here. Come back when you're done. <laughs> but in this case, the way they did this promo, it just everything you can tell with Becky, it came straight from the heart. The way they ended it too, Oscar's reactions to it. It, it was really done. There was a couple of mess-ups, though, when she went to the back, and then you see Carrie Zane in the side there, and then all of a sudden she didn't know that Oscar became women's champion. So, but that's <laughs> neither here or there. Yeah. So with that being said, I do, I think, with you know, just because of that, I think we should take off Becky's uh, chappy lips, and yeah. I think we should take off Becky's peanut butter mouth. Yeah, we have to. In the I mean, book, because it yeah. was done perfectly. It yeah. was. All right, Rick, what do you think of um, wrong? For me, my highest point was Becky Lynch's promo, 3.5. I thought it was amazing. I'm so happy for her. Um, listen, as we always say, what we say about these wrestlers has nothing to do with them personally. Exactly. Um, it has everything to do with the, 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 the direction they're going in, yep. uh, their abilities in the ring. But um, never personally. Uh, I'll never attack a female or male competitor. Uh Based off of who they are as a person. Uh, Becky Lynch, from what I hear and from what I've experienced when I met her. Um, excuse me, I met her when Miguel <laughs> met her. was She was very nice, very considerate. Uh, and I'm very happy for her and Seth. Um, I, I, it's just a very great moment for Becky Lynch. Um, uh, and I think we said it for a while now. She needed some time off. Uh, yeah. She was kind of... Yeah. Burning out, and uh, this is going to be a big change in her life. Oh, yeah. Um, there's already talk saying that we may never see her back in a ring. No, she'll come um, back. She'll come back. I, um, I think so. And, and, and you know what? It, it, you know what? Hey, it possibly can. Look who her yeah. fiance is. You know? Yeah. He can be the breadwinner while she stays home to be a mom. Yeah. But at the same time, when the time is right, you know, she can always do what Maria and uh, Mike Canales did, too. Oh, my, uh, yeah. You know, they brought uh, their kid. Yeah. Well, the I think the Miz done it a few times, too. Yeah. Where they brought their kid to work. You know, yeah. there's plenty of people there to babysit, trust me. And yeah. for, for Becky being at the top spot, you know damn well Vince is going to be like, I want you back in the ring. Yeah. So if you've got to bring your kid, bring your kid. I think she'll be back in the ring. She she loves it way too much, but then yeah. being a mom, it does. You know, it being a parent, change things. Yeah, it will it will change things? It will change you personally. Everything around you changes. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, I thought I found it funny though, because uh, the way Seth was on Raw, everybody was like, yeah, because he just found out he's a parent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, also too somebody because po- uh, we posted that uh, on yeah. Facebook and someone said um, they posted a picture of Bret Hart <laughs> and the caption read I blame all this on Seth Rollins he's, <laughs> he's unsafe <laughs> I was yeah, like Jesus the guy can't catch a break but <laughs> I just thought it was funny um, no, definitely but yeah with Seth you know, the way he acted on, on Raw, I, I like the direction they're going with with it, but I just thought it was funny because everybody related that to Becky's pregnancy. Oh, yeah. he just found out he's a dad, so. He's 
so so I gotta poke Ray's eye out with a steel step. And that and that listen, we yeah. were talking about earlier. They're gonna try to re-sign Ray. You just took him out. You threw him off a building, and you had his eye taken out from the corner yeah. of a steel step. What is he coming back to? Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said though, he's he can be both. He's probably doing both. In ring yeah. performer and a pro- a producer, maybe yeah. helping guys out in the back creatively. Who knows? That's true. Uh my lowest point, uh by the way, Becky Lynch's promo could have gotten a four or a four point five had they ended the show with this. You could have built you up think to so? that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with what they gave us at the end. They could have built true, this whole yeah. thing up with uh, Oscar talking shit and other people talking crap and Becky acting all mm-hmm. tough and at the end she breaks down and she's she shows you her heart and everything. Yeah. Um, but my lowest point was Randy Orton challenging Edge to a match. Yeah. A point five. I don't want to see this again. I didn't want to see forty minutes of it at WrestleMania. I'm gonna want to watch a regular match with these two. And what Edge is gonna go over on Orton again? Well, you know that's what's gonna happen. So what? The, what? Yeah. Ugh. Overall, I did give Raw, though, a two stars. I thought it was a really good... It was the best show of the quarantine. By the way, I wanted to hate the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders in a basketball game, but I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was great. With that being said, it is That's now fun. time for NXT POV. Mamma Mia! The highest point for me, Imperium defeating Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle. and Thatcher for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Gave it a three. Um, my lowest point, Gargano and LeRae doing a promo. Yep. I don't like it. No, it's stupid. A point five. And then they're trying to build, pull in another couple to face off against. I don't want to see that. I just don't want to see it. Um, I do want to say this though. Um, there was no reason for Riddle to face Thatcher that night. No. No. You could have dragged this out for a couple weeks. Especially ending it. On you know as the main event, bro, you could have had this at in your house. You're yeah. building towards in your house NXT yeah. in your house, and you have the match yeah. already. I'm not gonna want to see it now. Uh, overall, uh, wasn't the best. I gave uh, 1.7, especially when you have uh, Cameron Grimes defeating Finn Balor. I, yeah. I, that's just idiotic to me. Yeah. Uh, what was your thoughts? <laughs> no, you know what? It's same. If if, if I looked at your notes would be exactly like mine. Highest point was Matt Riddle and Thatcher versus Imperium. Imperium winning the tag title. I gave it a three. Lowest point was the Gargano dinner. Overall, I gave NXT a 1.81, and I think that's the lowest I've ever given NXT. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, apparently, I'm not allowed to say AEW Dynamite because uh, TJ Logan says that he coined the phrase first. Oh. Um uh, so excuse me. Wow. Uh, I'm okay. I, I'm I'm not as old. I wasn't <laughs> born in the seventies. Um, I wasn't so hit. We call him JJ Walker to, instead of TJ. The... <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite, JJ. Dynamite. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get. <laughs> we're gonna get audio of TJ, and we're gonna go hit it, TJ. Oh my! Oh, new name's gonna be JJ. JJ Logan. <laughs> JJ Logan. <laughs> JJ Logan. <laughs> oh man! All right, so AEW. Uh, for me, the highest point was uh, Sheeta winning the Fatal Four Way. Um, I gave it a three. 
I thought this was probably one of the better women matches I've seen mm-hmm. uh, on AEW. Uh, the lowest point for me, Taz attempting to interview yeah. uh, Darby Allen. Fuck you, Taz. You're yeah. a fucking douchebag. Overall, mm-hmm. I gave AEW a 1.6. Um, I said last week with Archer and Jake, it's getting a little too much with the Jake the Snakey and a little, a little less of the Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. They need to switch that around. Um, they do. Oh, also another lowest point or was it also a point five? Was Y two J defeating Pineapple Pete? Who the hell yeah. is Pineapple Pete? And yeah. why did I see him on my TV? <laughs> um, I forgot what his real name was, like Shug D or some shit like that. It was I don't know. Overall, I gave AEW a one point six. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you on that. Between AEW and NXT, they were almost they almost got the same exact rating. Um, the lowest point, I had a few of them. Um, MJF versus Lee Johnson. I mean, who the fuck? Really? I gave it a one, though. Uh, the Chris Jericho versus Pineapple Pete, I gave that a one. One really dumb moment. And it's funny because AEW says, oh, we, we're not going to be like WWE and da-da-da. But then yet, here comes Cody Rhodes revving up his fucking truck to come driving it in the <laughs> ring. Reminding me of Steve Austin, so it looks like they did copy that, but he only goes 10 feet and barely hits a fucking barrier. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, really, Cody? Um, the Ortez, Ortez, Ortiz, <laughs> Ortez, Jesus Christ, Ortiz and Santana versus Omega and Hardy match, they just went way too long. Yeah. And I, I know this is all Omega. Omega was behind this. Um, overall, though, I gave uh, AEW a 1.79. So just barely, barely uh, under NXT. So Let's go into the Wednesday Night Delight. We have AEW versus NXT. Currently, NXT is ahead 19 to AEW's 9. Uh, for me, it's simple. This is the easiest pick we can ever have. NXT... Blue AEW out of the water. I mean, there's no way I'm picking anything else. What are you thinking? <laughs> um, if uh, yeah, but I, just like on my rating, you know, NXT got a 1.81, AEW yeah. got a 1.79. So oh wow, that's how close. So, so no, I'll, close I'll agree with you. Yeah, no, All right, I'll agree so, with it, but barely, um, barely. Yeah, uh, NXT then <laughs> barely goes up. I mean, it was different. It barely goes up <laughs> 20 to 9. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the SmackDown breakdown. Um, SmackDown was a letdown once again. The highest point for me was Brian defeating Drew Gulak. Uh, 2.5 overall rating. Um, I Honestly, I don't want to see Brian defeat Gulak. I don't understand the logic behind that. I thought uh, he wanted a, a lighter schedule. So why do you have him defeating yeah. Drew Gulak? And then, um, and, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then my lowest point, Otis and Strowman teaming up to defeat The Miz and Morrison. As if you couldn't get another tag team for them to face <laughs> off against. And, and and I'll throw in Miz, and, Miz TV with Otis. And I'll throw in Dolph and Sonya's promo. And I'll throw in Charlotte's promo. Why are you on SmackDown? Why are you challenging Bailey? <laughs> Bailey has to win. Do you understand that now? Like you cannot have Bailey lose to Charlotte. 
SmackDown, you're writing yourself into a corner. I gave it a 1.4. I am utterly wow. disgusted with wow. SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, I, I go along right with you. Um, a couple low points I had was the Charlotte promo. Uh, the other one was Naomi versus Dana Brooke. I'm a oh, big bad. fan of Dana Brooke. I really am. But she went over on Naomi. Why? Where are they going at with for this? For the second time. Yeah. And not only for the second time, though. Just it's, It just seems like they've been... They're giving Dana a little bit of a push. Uh, like I said, I'm a fan of hers. I think she can do well, um, but I don't get it. I'm a little lost with it. The highest, I nothing was over her too. Nothing was over too, and it was for a few segments. Um, Elias versus Corbin, that match just went way too long. Um, the overall rating for SmackDown, I give it a 1.66, lower than fucking AEW and NXT. Now, I'm putting something in the book because I don't ever, 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 ever want to see this again. Okay? Okay. And that's Braun Strowman's fucking fail attempt at a damn worm. That shit was a caterpillar, man. Not only a caterpillar, whatever they're called. Yeah. I'm frustrated, Rick. This was, this was insubordinate. This was. <laughs> I'm putting it in the book. Braun's caterpillar. Fuck that. It's horrendous. <laughs> you want me to say caterpillar or you want me to say caterpillar? That's just the, the caterpillar. <laughs> Do that one because it was atrocious. <laughs> All right. Braun Strowman's caterpillar. <laughs> you just made the book. Son of a bitch, don't ever fucking do that again. And when, when Otis pointed at him and was just like, you're right. I was like, no, please. God, no. 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 Oh. And, then, and then he did it. Then he did it. Yeah, he tried. Yeah. Overall rating for SmackDown, Tony. What? What was your overall rating for SmackDown? 1.66. 1.66. All right, it's now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Raw is currently ahead 4 to NXT's 1 to SmackDown 0. Does the streak continue? I do have some news as uh, JJ Logan just chimed in and said he voted <laughs> for NXT. Well, you're a little bit too late because we already <laughs> voted for NXT over AEW. We didn't need you, JJ. We didn't need you. With that being said, it's time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. We have 4-1-0 to one to zero Raw over NXT over SmackDown. Uh, we both said that this was the best Monday Night Raw of the quarantine era. Yeah. I think Raw moves on and goes up 5-1-0. to one to zero. SmackDown, you need to change something. You need to do it quickly. I think, I think I mean, it'll change once this is over. I'm hoping. <laughs> I don't think so. Because we didn't have a quarantine all of last year, and it was bad. That's, that's true, too. Yeah, they they won't, They only got, like, what, seven? Yeah, that that's bad. bad. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. yeah. I wish it could be different, but it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's the same shit. With that being said, I do have an announcement to make. Uh, last week, uh, me... Uh, JJ Logan and uh, Elio Canella, we did a little 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 thing. Uh, uh, WPOV yeah. quarantine, uh, where we uh, just started talking and we decided to talk about Hulkamania. Uh, that was where Hulkamania started. It was mm -hmm. an amazing conversation, and we had a little video, so you get to see our faces. 
And uh, we discussed it. It was on our Facebook page. We put it on YouTube as well. Check it out at Wrestling POV. Um, it's right there. And you know what? Tony, they invited me back to go into the bunker oh. next week to have another conversation. And you know what? They want to talk about greatest tag teams. They want mm. me to come up with the 10 greatest tag teams of my choosing, my POV, and they're going to match up against me. But you know what, Tony? I need my tag team partner with me. Mm. I need you, Tony. I need you with me to go and confront these two guys. And you know what? We're not going to do 10. You're going to pick five of your favorite tag teams of all time. It's going to be based off of how you, how your favorite team or mm-hmm. if you just thought how great they were in the ring. And I'm going to pick five, and we're going to put our 10-guy tag teams together, and we're going to go against those global guys. And we're going to put on the show of a lifetime next Thursday Check it out, guys, on our YouTube page at yeah. Wrestling POV and our Facebook page as we're going to be doing WPOV Quarantine. And I mean, I, I am a tag team specialist. Exactly. They didn't know that, Tony. They didn't know that. But now, <laughs> now haven't they seen the know. video? Well, no, I haven't oh, really put any out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you haven't been talking about it for four years. But anyway, um, I'm bringing my tag team specialist. Yeah. To the global guys at Wrestling POV Quarantine. You don't want to miss out on that, guys. Tony, let's open up the book and get this show yeah. wrapped up. Yeah, let's do that. Those are our news of the show. Basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And we just talk about it to get a good laugh. You know, I just put one in today. It's been a while since we put some yeah, in the we've book. Yeah, we've been very um, nice. Yeah, so uh, we've been nice lately during this quarantine. But... Uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. And then, like I said, you know, and you, the fans, even you guys, can put something or requ- request something to put in to be put. I can't even talk today. To be put. That's not different. That's definitely not different. That's not different. Put in a request. Put it that way. That you want to see something or someone get put in the book. Of course, we'll discuss it and then uh, have a good time with it. So, uh, ready? Yes, sir. Dominican Usos. I think we could take them out. Really? Well, they're injured. They are injured. (laughs) Yeah. As much as I love the the name Dominican Usos, I I mean, why not put why not put Jay with uh, No Way Jose? Ah. And have a little Dominican tag team. (laughs) (laughs) He forgot his roots. Uh, (laughs) Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Go fuck him. (laughs) Kofi's Goldilocks. They weren't on SmackDown. I was shocked. Yeah. Keith Lee's Salutations Chin Strap. Um, Yeah. Garza's Cousin Speedos. Those, that fucking state. Oh, my God. They've gotten shorter. Holy shit. Uh, Alistair Black's hairy nipples. They got hairier. They got hairier. AEW fanboys times two. Might be times three at this point. I know, right? Yeah, especially with the one comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll do it times three. Uh, like, uh, I'm not going to get into it. Paul Heyman's hair spot. Ah, let's take him out. I, I, take I don't want to talk about Paul Heyman. Either, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll take him out. Uh, Jerry's jokes. He's still with it. Yeah, he's still doing them. Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. No. <laughs> no, we're not taking that out. No. <laughs> Coronavirus. Stays. Ronda Rousey's bitch ass. She's a bitch ass. She uh, stays. Sonya's onesie. Yeah, that's well, well, she's got a match next week. Yeah, we'll see if she has it. Yeah. 
And the new entrant into the book, Bronze Catapult. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, motherfucker, you staying in for that. Son of a bitch. All right, um, that's it for the show. We we got on long enough. We hope you guys were entertained by our buffoolery, our uh, foolishness. Uh, we tried doing something different, Rick. I don't know if it worked yeah, or not. I don't know. <laughs> we might have to go back to the old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back next week with a whole new content whole new info, whole new material, hopefully. And, Tony, um, I'm going to cut you off right there. Wow. You know what's happening next week? We're going to have the greatest women's champion oh. tournament next week. I have selected 32 of the top women's champions of all times. And I'll tell you how I came up with these 32 women, Tony. I took the WWF championship all the way back from Fabulous Moolah's time. That's the WWF Championship, Women's Championship. Then I have the Divas Championship. I have the Monday, the Raw Women's Champion, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and the NXT Women's Ooh. Championship. So all those reigns put together, I added up all of the days that they were reign, uh, reigning as champion. The people that have it the most are at the top of the bracket, and the people that have it the least are on the bottom. I took the top 32 championship reigns. That means how many days that they were champions. So from number one to the 32nd place, they are ranked in a tournament-style bracket, just like they were in college basketball where you have the 16th seed going against the 17th seed, the 1 seed against the 32nd seed. So this is something you're not going to want to miss. We crown the greatest women's champion of all time next week. Bracket will be up in the next following in next couple of days. Be on the lookout for that. Now you can leave and end the show. Tony Diaz. <laughs> That's right. And before we end the show, I'll play a song off my playlist. And it's just you against the wrestling POV crew. Just play along with them. This is just how we ride off into the sunset. Until next week, well, we will have a new tournament. The women's champion of all time. And uh, that's going to be interesting. That'll be played throughout the show like we've done the other tournaments, probably except for, no, uh, we did it for the jobbers too. So with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rick Serrano III, and our intern, Miguel Cole, I'm Becky's baby daddy. <laughs> Lucky piece of wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> Test, wow. Test. Wow, rest in peace, Test, man. That's been a while. He, he was great. Yeah. Did you really have a thing with Stephanie? I don't know, man. They, they <laughs> made it seem believable, you know. Um, it was different. It was <laughs> I had to end the show with it, huh? <laughs> we don't know the rights. <laughs>